0: So I was literally just thinking, and this might be completely off topic, but I was just thinking like all of us, we all spend so much time just trying to live a normal life and whatever that means for us. Like maybe we're juggling multiple autoimmune diseases or maybe we're just trying to look after our diabetes in the best way we possibly can, which as you know, is like a full-time job in itself, or maybe, you know, you, you don't have an autoimmune disease and you're just hustling every day, working really hard, whatever we're doing, it's like, we're all just trying to live a normal life. But what the fuck does normal even mean? Like, what is normal? And I know I talked about this in my last episode, The Truth of My Messy Journey. And if you haven't listened to that, you can find it in the last episode I did. But it kind of brought up this topic and uh, it was on the gram too. I don't know if you saw it, but just about how it's something that I mentioned, like how afraid I used to be of injecting my insulin in public. And so many people, so many of you kind of just feel the same way. And I'm not even gonna say that I'm completely like a hundred percent confident with whipping out a needle to this day and just giving myself a needle. I mean, I, I feel a lot more confident about it, but especially back in the day, it was something like, I just wouldn't do it, to be honest, not at all. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) Um, but it is a fear. And I just started thinking about it too. And I'm like, man, like we all really just, and it's not even, I mean, part of it is about how others perceive us. And we like, no one wants to be judged. And, um, the other part too, is just like, Sometimes I think we can be so worried about how other people, like, how how comfortable they are. Like, we, just, we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable either. Like, I've had friends in the past who have legitimately been afraid of needles. But so it's like we spend so much time just looking out for other people, which is good, too, because I believe that we all have these gifts. And, you know, when we fear judgment, it's important just to look at just serving other people like we're all here to be a vessel and no matter who you are you do have a gift to share with the world and there's billions and billions of people in the world so like whatever your talent is or whoever you are like you do have a sparkle that is meant to just shine and share with other people but it can be really hard to sometimes just move past that fear of judgment and when it comes to injecting needles in public like also I think we just have to remember it is, you know, part of the service that we are here to do for the world. It's like part of that is also serving ourselves and taking care of our health and ourselves and not saying that, you know, not injecting insulin in public is not taking care of yourself. But I think it is a really hard thing to just move past and just remember that, you know, yeah, we're, we're here to serve people and make sure people, you know, are comfortable and there's nothing wrong with that. But then at the same time, just taking care of ourselves like a hundred percent fully and being okay with that. And then also just being okay with like sometimes not being okay, because it is something that is really hard to move past. And I by no means feel a hundred percent confident with, um, shooting up in public <laughs> either to this day, like some of you guys are, and some people aren't, but, um, I think we're just all working towards growth, right? Like if I look back to when I was nine years old or actually nine years old, I was okay. But like in my teens, there's no way I would inject in public. So I think just looking at how far we have come and just looking at those, those obstacles that are in our way and acknowledging them because we only have room for more growth. So enough about that little tangent. Um, Today, I'm super excited because we are going to be chatting about fat loss mistakes and how to just avoid them. And this also, I'm super excited to share this with you because these mistakes are all mistakes that I have made in the past and uh, you probably are not going to be expecting some of them. And um, they kind of have just brought me to where I am today. So even though when I look back, I'm like, man, like that could have been avoided. I am really grateful to have experienced them because otherwise I wouldn't be here sharing them with you. And before we dive in, in January of 2019, right when the new year hit, did you set a new year's resolution for yourself that you were going to lose weight this year? Maybe you said to yourself, 2019 is the year that I am going to lose weight and achieve my fitness goals, and I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Maybe that was the goal that you set for yourself. And the only reason why I say that is because every single year I set a goal for myself that I was going to lose 10 pounds. And I think that was probably how it was for like 10 years. Every single year, I was like, "Yep, it's going to be 10. This is the year I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And yeah, that didn't happen until... Like way later. <laughs> so, um, if you did set a New Year's resolution for yourself, or if you said to yourself at any point this year, if you're like, dude, like I am going to lose weight this year, and you know, with summertime rolling around, if you looked in the mirror, you got out of the shower and you're like, uh oh, it's bikini season or whatever, or you like, tried on a pair of jeans or even better. This was me. When I used to get ready for work, I would go, I would go through my closet and I would try on like five different outfits. And I'd be like, Nope, this isn't the one. Nope. And then by the end of like, trying on all my clothes, my boyfriend would come in and he'd be like, holy shit, like what happened here? And my clothes would be all over my bedroom floor because I just didn't feel comfortable in anything I was wearing. So I did like a million different outfit swaps. Um, But if this is you and you have set a goal to lose weight this year, then I want to personally invite you into my Fat Loss for Type 1s program. It is now open for enrollment, and it will only be open for enrollment until June 18th. So you still have time to enroll, and all you need to do is go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash enroll, and you'll see all of the details there, and I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And if you have any questions about it, like there is a chat on my sales page. So, um, if you read it and you're like, Hmm, I have a question, I don't know if this is the right fit for me or not, but you are still interested, just hit the little, uh, contact thing that you'll see on my page. And that goes directly to me. So I will personally get that and I will be able to answer any and all of your questions. So again, it's diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash enroll. And that is for the fat loss for type ones program. All right. So mistake number one, mistake number one is eating too many calories. So the only way to lose weight, and this is even if you're type one diabetic, the only way to lose weight is with a calorie deficit. So this means that you want to burn more calories than you consume every single day. And the amount of calories that your body needs, it's very individual. So it's very individualized from person to person. And some of the things that you want to think about when you are um, trying to figure out like how many calories your body needs to lose weight, you want to think about your activity level throughout the day, your current body weight, as well as your previous previous dieting history. And these are just a a few things. And um, this is also something that is really overlooked because I don't know about you, but in the past, if you have ever looked at someone else and tried to figure out like what they were doing and what kind of diet they were doing so that you could kind of try to follow what they were doing Um, And this is something that I actually used to do a lot back in the day, but this is a mistake. And the reason why this doesn't always work how you want it to is because even if you and Susie, we'll just say Susie, even if you and Susie were to weigh the exact same amount right now, and you both were like, I am going to lose 10 pounds this year. You had the exact same goal. You and Susie might have a different activity level throughout the day. And that would mean that no matter that you had the same goal and no matter that you weighed the same amount, your the amount of food that your body will require will still be different than Susie's. So it's really important that you are looking at your body individually and fueling your p- body properly with the right amount of calories every single day. And this is what will help you lose weight. And mistake number two is eating too little calories. So this is because your body will adapt to the amount of food that you're eating. And so in order to burn fat efficiently and actually lose weight, you really do need to be fueling your body properly with the right amount of calories and with enough calories. And so the body is meant to survive and fat loss is an abdic adaptation to living in a calorie deficit. So when you restrict foods, especially over a long prolonged period of time, the body will essentially think that it's constantly under attack. And so in order to successfully lose fat, you really need to teach the body that it's not under attack and that, Hey, if you lose fat, it's going to be okay. And once you do this, you can really just achieve any sort of physical transformation you desire. So just like you don't want to be eating too many calories, you also don't want to go to the complete end of the spectrum and be eating too little calories because that will really limit your future fat loss success overall. And it's really important that you are starting off your fat loss plan or your dieting stage, like what, whatever stage you're in to lose fat. It's really important that you are starting it off by building a strong foundation because when you have a strong foundation, you can just only build up from there. And mistake number three is being too restrictive and having rigid eating patterns. So literally, this was me for like years and years and years. Um, I used to have this fear of food because I just, I could never lose weight. And so I kind of associated food is something that was bad. And I know this sounds fucking crazy and maybe you can relate. Maybe you think I'm crazy, but this is how I literally thought for a very long time. And I actually, I hated that the fact that I actually had to eat food because I'm like, it's just making me fat. And, uh, so for a long time, I just had this fear and I know it sounds super, uh, super crazy, but I would restrict food for, a very long time, and I would like wouldn't allow myself to eat certain "quote unquote" bad foods because I thought that it was just going to uh, make it m- make it that much harder for me to actually achieve my goals. But I also loved food at the same time. Like even though I hated it, I loved it, and so I would go through these periods where where I was like trying so hard because I'm like nothing works, and so I would restrict all of all of these foods, and then I would end up binging. I would binge on things that I wouldn't allow myself to eat and So this went on for a very long time. It was like this vicious cycle and maybe you can relate to just trying to stick to a diet and then, you know, you're trying to be so good and then you just completely fall off the wagon because you have that one thing and you're like, oh my God. And then you're like, okay, like after today, I'm not, I'm never eating that or like, I'm not going to eat that for a really long time. We're back on track. So you kind of just like binge on it for that one day and then you get back on track, but you still kind of feel... Like shit about yourself because of that one day. But okay, so this is something that I didn't know. And this is why it's such a mistake is because one day of binge eating can really just undo all of that hard work that you've done. And if even if you are more flexible with your food, and you allow yourself to eat these things that you not normally would on a regular basis, but even if you were to have a day and you were to eat like a 100 or a few hundred more calories than you usually would on any given day, then that is, that's not going to make a dent or that's not going to wreck your progress at all. So when you look at your overall fat loss over a prolonged period of time, like one day of eating a little bit more really isn't a big deal, but one day of binge eating and eating probably like way over what you're used to, that will make a, that will set you back. So when it comes to fat loss, what really matters is the amount of calories you're consuming, not so much the actual food itself. So it's important just to know this and not limit yourself from foods that you think are quote unquote bad, because when it comes to fat loss, there really is no such thing as good foods or bad foods. It's just all comes down to the amount of calories that you're consuming in a 24 hour period. So when you do allow yourself to eat whatever foods you want and just be more flexible with your diet instead of so rigid, that's when you'll be able to actually stick to it. And you won't have those like cravings um, and it'll just help you prevent those binges that you might have otherwise and being more flexible instead of rigid and just not restricting yourself from these foods will really just help you so much in the long term because Because you're essentially not trying to follow a strict plan and if you're anything like me you can't live life having like strict boundaries you need to just be free and in some mental way that for me anyways it like helps you just be able to stick to whatever you're doing so much better just to have that like flex flexibility and that freedom to eat the foods that you want and not have to crave certain things that you're not allowed to eat. So, what it really comes down to is just your overall caloric intake every single day. Number four is restricting insulin. So, this actually does more harm than good when it comes to sustainable fat loss. And this is really because your blood, when your blood gets too acidic as a result of ketones, not only are you increasing your risk of like complications in the future, which is a whole nother thing. But not only are you losing body fat, but you're also losing a lot of muscle. And if your goal is to look lean and toned, which is really important if you are trying to lower your overall body fat percentage, this is only possible if you have muscle. And so this is also one of the reasons why it's very detrimental to Lift weights when your blood sugar is too high and also just knowing that like how exercise affects your body because a lot of the time uh, lifting weights will increase our blood glucose slightly because of all of that cortisol and it's just not very optimal for um, building muscle at all. So that's just something to keep in mind when your goal is to achieve long-term sustainable fat loss and that it's really important that you are taking your blood sugars into account as well because that is going to help you out a ton. And this brings us to mistake number five is hitting the gym without having a plan. So even if you're working out from home, this can still apply to you, whatever sort of exercise you are doing. So when it comes to hitting the gym or if you're lifting weights at home, this is something that, again, I have made in the past. It's a mistake I've made. And I didn't know this for a very long time, but in the past, you might be able to relate to this, but I would go to the gym. I would go to the gym regularly. Like sometimes I would even go six or seven days a week and I would do a bunch of cardio and then I would lift some weights and I would use the machines and I would feel like I got a good workout. But This is why this is such a mistake, because when you don't have a plan, then you are not going, even though you feel like you got a good workout or, you know, you made time to go to the gym, you're not going to get the same results. Like not all workout plans have the same end result. So it's really important to know this. And what it really means to have a plan is that basically you're just looking to create change in the gym, or if you're working out at home, because you don't want to just go through the motions because if you're, if there's no real challenge and you're not facilitating change, then your body will adapt to that. So just like your nutrition and how many calories you eat per day, your body will also adapt to the amount of exercise you're doing. So it's really important that in order to get the results that you want and lose the weight and get leaner and more toned. that you are increasing your volume every single time you are doing that exercise. Every single time you're working out, you wanna be increasing volume and this is called progressive overload. So this means that you really want to be keeping track of your weight, your reps and your sets in the gym every single time that you are doing that exercise because that way you are actually going to know that you are progressively growing stronger every single time you hit the gym. So essentially, if you are not following a plan that's structured structured properly and you're just kind of going through the motions like I was for a very long time, then you are not going to be making progress like you could be. You're not going to be reaching your full poten- potential and getting those results that you want in the end. So make sure that you have a plan last mistake is number six. And the last mistake is making your life fit around your diet and exercise. So really, in order to achieve sustainable fat loss and get the best results overall, you really need to be consistent. And it can be hard to stay consistent to have motivation when life happens and you are working full time and there's just not enough time. So this is why it's so important that your exercise and your diet fit your lifestyle, not dominate it. And your life should not revolve around your diet and exercise. What it should really do is your exercise and diet should fit in between, like inside the cracks of everything else already happening in your life already. Because when you can do this and when this happens, then it's so much easier to stick to and you can actually stay consistent with it, which is going to be really important for your overall fat loss success. So a lot of people, myself included in the past, a lot of people actually think that they need to set aside a lot of time every single week in order to make their fitness goals a priority. Like it seems like such a chore and you know, we're all busy. We all have lives and there, there never seems to be enough time for everything, but this is where most people go wrong because it's not that you need to have a lot of time. It's just about how you're making use of the time that you do have. So if you can only make it to the gym like three days a week and you can only work out for half an hour, there's a way that you can make your make that plan get you the best results possible. So if you're following like the progressive overload and you're doing compound exercises and you're eating in a calorie deficit and you're doing all of these things, yes, there is a way that you can structure your plan so that even if you are limited on time or you only have 30 minutes that day, it's not going to be a waste. Like you really, in order to get the best results possible, it's just important that you are working with whatever life throws you, because that's when you're going to be consistent. And instead of, uh, you know, like if something happens, and you don't make it to the gym all week, or you fall off the wagon with your diet, instead of saying, all right, I'm gonna get back on the wagon and I'm going to do better next time and I'm gonna actually stick to it. That can actually cause more problems down the road because guys, life happens. Shit comes up, shit happens. Like Nothing is ever going to be smooth sailing every step of the way. So when you can just kind of work with it and make your diet and workout fit your lifestyle, whatever is happening that week, when you can like just make it work and when you're following a plan that allows you to do that, which, again, when you are doing the right exercises in the gym and you are – Um, doing progressive overload and you're just being able to optimize your plan to your body and lifestyle, then it makes it so much easier. And I know a lot of the time we can say to ourselves, hey, like there's just not enough time or I messed up. But really what it comes down to is just not so much about all those times that you fall off the wagon. It's more so just about when you pick yourself back up and you keep moving forward because over a longer period of time, those hiccups and those times you fall off the wagon really aren't going to matter all that much. It's what what matters most is your consistency over a longer period of time. So long story short, uh, making your diet and workout just fit your lifestyle is going to be key to your overall success because then it's actually going to be something that you can stick to. I hope that this episode was valuable to you and that you were able to take some gold nugget out of all of the information and whatever, if you were able to take away something, whatever it is, comment and leave me a review. Let me know what it was. Let me know what the one thing is that you took away from this episode or that surprised you. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, then do take a minute and hit the subscribe button. It only takes a couple of seconds and it really does help this podcast out a ton. And also, it'll ensure that you don't miss out when we do have new episodes. So do hit the subscribe button. And if you are interested in losing weight this year, and if you have type 1 diabetes and you want a roadmap to do so to take away all of the overwhelm and the frustration of trying to lose weight with type 1, then you might wanna check out the Fat Loss for Type 1s program that is now open for enrollment. Just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash enroll and there's a bunch of details on there that you can read. And guys, information is free. So let me know if you have any questions. I'm here for you. I'm in your corner rooting you on and I will talk to you soon.